So were you listening? And I'm just going to play this clip here. So were you listening, Vaughn, when this happened? Seriously. The Canada Health Transfer is fundamental to health care in British Columbia. It's fundamental. And it has been for generations. Do you care? Do you really care? Or do you want to hear yourself? Do you want a headline or do you want action? Uh, Okay, so that was the moment. Took a couple of hours and then the premier came back with this. My passion for healthcare got the better of me and I made some intemperate comments that may well have offended members of this house or others. Uh, I apologize for that and I withdraw those remarks unreservedly. Okay, so that's what happened. Vaughn, you tell us. Has that ever happened before? No. Not Short that. answer. No. Uh, I've been covering the legislature for almost 40 years and I've covered 10 premiers and counting and no premier in my time has ever dropped an F-bomb that way. Okay. Yeah, out in the hallway? Sure. People lose their temper. They say stuff in the hallway that's intemperate. I've been known to use it. But we have to be precise about what happened here, Simi. This isn't a case of somebody uh, making an offhand comment or, oh, I didn't know the mic was on, right? right? It was captured on the Hansard TV feed. We knew right away what had happened. There was no denying it. And... So let me repeat, while the Premier had the floor, he was recognized as the Speaker in the House, he dropped an F-bomb. Not only has no Premier ever done that, I can't recall an MLA ever using that. Parliamentarians use unparliamentary language and occasionally swear, but nothing like that. So it was unprecedented. The Premier did the right thing by apologizing. There's a couple of things about this that I think are important politically and that go beyond what Mm -hmm. happened in the House. So the first thing is John Horgan lost his temper. Now, in opposition, it was not newsworthy (laughs) for John Horgan to lose his temper. He's quite candid about it. He has a bad temper. He didn't like the job of opposition. It was overwhelmingly negative. And he used to do something that opposition politicians don't very often do, which is he used to pick fights with the news media if he didn't like the coverage. So it was very unusual. In government, however, John Horgan clearly likes the job. His polling numbers are great. He is the happy warrior. We've not seen flashes of his temper in the almost five years he's been in government. Very rare. So not only unprecedented for him to drop an F-bomb, rare for him to lose his temper over anything. So that's unusual. The third thing that's important to say about this is, so you played his apology, and it's his passion for health care. Come on, right? Yeah, I, I get passionate about health care, and the first thing that pops into my mind is the F-bomb, right? It isn't about his passion for health care. It's his frustration with what's going on. And that is the issues that were brought up in the legislature by both the Greens and the Liberals yesterday, which is shortage of family doctors, which is exacerbated here in the capital region where Oregon's own riding is, and waiting lists for getting into walk-in clinics. The Liberals did something really effective yesterday. Shirley Bond did it. She just started reciting the wait times for walk-in clinics. You know, they post it, right? So most of the walk-in clinics that she quoted, uh, they're booked up at 8 o'clock in the morning. And some of them, one of them, six-hour wait to get in. Like, and these are people who don't have a family doctor in many cases. It's not just emergency, right? So this is a real, genuine problem. And 
you know, you, you can't brush it off by saying the other side was worse or we took the tolls off the bridges. This is a real issue that's there. And you know it's haunting the New Democrats at their constituency offices because it's their constituents that are that are waiting and can't get a family doctor. Why, you know, what struck me, though, too, is that to, to say that, and this was one of the things that the premier said about this issue, is that, well, more cash from Ottawa is what's going to fix this. And you know what? If he was in opposition, there's no way he would accept that as an answer. So why do politicians forget what it's like to be in opposition when they get into power? Uh, that's true. The premier does make stuff up as he goes along. And, and you're right. He denied trying to pass the buck to Ottawa. The Liberals said, hey, you're just, you're just blaming Ottawa, right? Well, you know, we did this on Friday, right? And Simi, you, the, the clip on that one's available, too. He yeah. said, we need more cash from Ottawa. It's as simple as that. Now, that sounds to me like literally passing the buck to yeah. the federal government. So uh, it, that's his solution. It doesn't explain why British Columbia has the worst waiting lists and the biggest problem with shortage of family doctors in the country because all provinces are on the same funding formula, right? So, and remember, too, the New Democrats have shoveled huge amounts of money into the healthcare system, needed, but even after all that, they've got a problem, and they've got a problem right here in the provincial capital region where all but one of the seats is represented in the legislature by a new Democrat. So the premier's from this region. Uh, you've got two other cabinet ministers. And it's, you know, sorry, three, actually, other yeah. cabinet ministers. So this is a really serious political problem. And when John Horgan lost his temper and dropped the F-bomb yesterday, don't kid yourself. It wasn't because he was being heckled. And it certainly wasn't because his passion for health care moves him to drop F-bombs. It's because this is a real problem, and they don't know how to solve it. And, I, you know, it's going to take a lot of effort to solve this problem because it's spread out of control. So do you feel that that's what that is? That wasn't just one person's frustration. That is kind of an entire government's frustration in dealing with this issue. Yeah, I think it's an entire government's frustration because, as I said, you know this is coming directly to the, the, the New Democrats don't care what the Liberals say. This is it's coming directly to them from their own constituents, and the solutions are not going to be easy, and it's going to take time. And you know, we've always thought. I always figured, and I've talked to colleagues about it, that the John Horgan with the bad temper that we saw in opposition, if things got rough in government, it would come back. You know, people don't change at his age, uh, but there was no cause for him to lose his temper for a long time because the coverage was good, the public approval ratings were high, but he's now hit a problem that you can't dispel with rhetoric and you can't dispel with flowery talk or, or even by pointing to the bad le record of the Liberals. The Greens are also hitting him on this. Um, this is a really serious, major problem, and it's going to take a while to solve it, and the Premier's frustration is understandable, but what happened yesterday in the legislature is an is emblematic to me of just how much pressure he's under to deal with this. So what was the reaction to that then, and you know, what did the opposition have to say when this happened, and will there be any kind of repercussions as a result of losing that kind of decorum in the legislature? Well, the reason the Premier had to get up and apologize is the opposition immediately got up and moved what's called, uh, gave notice of a motion of privilege. So the way you can bring something back is, as an MLA, you say, my privileges, in this case, my 
right to be protected from unparliamentary language were offended. That would have revived the issue today. The Speaker would have had to deal with it. Everybody would have spoken. And because when it happened, I was not in the House. I was following the Hansard feed. It was so obvious from that, there was no denying it. But in the legislature, it was harder to hear. Uh, the liberals thought they'd heard a slightly different variation on right. it. Some new, oh, no Democrats say I didn't hear it, right? But once you saw the video, you knew the premier had to apologize. Well, he tried it on on Twitter at first, the nice line, very funny, typical John Horgan about, oh, my Irish mother would have washed my mouth out with soap. Yes, yes. True. Uh, true. <laughs> but the problem was he said it in the legislature while he had the floor. So the speaker couldn't deny that he'd heard it. It's there. Tansard, um <laughs> discretionary didn't transcribe the F word. They said inaudible or something like that or interjections. But there was no denying it. It was right there. And so the premier had to deal with it. He dealt with it the right way. An apology was what was called for. You say, well, it took him three hours to do that. Okay, well, that's, you know, it. But you know, if it were just right. an issue for an apology, or as I said, Simi, just a, a live mic and he didn't know it was on, it wouldn't be uh, as revealing of what's actually going on as I think it was. Hmm. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi. Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. If you want to weigh in, Simi at cknw.com.